Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. such a good mood because this is such a special week. It's Holy Week. It is. So the week between Palm Sunday and we're celebrating Passover this week and then leading into Easter Easter, this Sunday. What Very special time. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah. I don't know how to describe it really because there's lots of roller coaster of emotions this week. Very reverent. It ends in... You know, a very celebratory, of course, very celebratory occasion. Um, well, I had an interesting conversation this week because you're mentioning Passover and Easter. Sure. So I was having a conversation with a man who's Jewish, and I don't know him very well. Okay. Um, we're just get just met him recently, and it was interesting because he was um, saying, "Well, I'll be celebrating Passover," and then he said, "Or Easter for you." Yeah. <laughs> and I said. Well, actually, I celebrate both. And his face was so funny. His eyes got real wide, and he said, you celebrate Passover? Yeah, I bet he was surprised. And I said, well, yeah, because that's, you know, the four, my forefathers in the faith celebrated Passover. Yeah. So, yeah, it's important to me, too. Yeah. And anyway, he went on to almost quiz me about... Oh, wow my knowledge of what you would do at a Passover Seder. Yeah. And I think he was very shocked. I bet. I knew my stuff to know, you know, he he was realizing, oh, she really does do this. But I think it's interesting too, because when I was in my thirties before I knew that a Passover Seder was what the meal Jesus was having with the disciples when he was breaking the bread, we call it the last supper yeah. in, in the Christian faith. And, that was a Passover Seder. I didn't know that either. So it's kind of I just interesting that I don't know why there's not more connect right. of Jesus' Jewishness and that's, what he was doing, what it is. right? Yeah, we forget he was Jewish. So I think that's just kind of interesting. And it was such a fun conversation to have where oh, I bet. We, you know, we were feeling so the same. Well, and we've said here before, I mean, we're so old fashioned, right? Yeah. I mean, like we're preserving the good of the South, but we're old fashioned in, in a, a lot of ways, a, a lot of areas of our life uh-huh. and faith being one of those that we do want to appreciate, celebrate and recognize Honor the, the, the roots of forefathers where right. our faith comes from. Right. So, so that was kind of funny. And- that includes celebration of Passover and 
you know, I would guess that you could probably easily find different synagogues that are celebrating Passover, but there are Messianic um, congregations. True. Messianic Jewish congregations that will be celebrating. So don't leave their Jewishness, but yet recognize Jesus as Messiah. So those both exist. Both of those exist. And, um, yeah, we're probably in, I would say the minority (laughs) of those people that when they think Holy Week, think, think of both, both of those categories. Um, but it is a special and very reverent, as you said, week. And that's what we wanted to focus on today. All things, Holy Week, Passover, Easter. Easter. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm very excited about the flood of pastels that are about (laughs) to sort of come into play. Now it's still too early to wear your white shoes. Well, there's, that's questionable on Easter. Well, on Easter Sunday, that's is it Is it given a pass? I think, you know, those little children in white patent shoes. Yeah. With those. You don't have to hold off till Memorial Day. I think, you know, that's okay. kind of the, that's the rule. Well, you're a rule. You're such a rule follower. I am a well, rule I follower. Well, I am too. And I also even wondered what, like what all categories, like does a white cardigan or a white jacket have to be put off till after Memorial Day. I mean, I would put a hard yes on waiting on a white dress. Yes. Like any sort of a white summery looking dress. Like, yeah. Yes, I agree. Wait and, you know, wear that after even, Memorial Day. Think, do I even have white I don't shoes? have a white dress, but I have a white, um, like, blazer mm-hmm. jacket. Mm-hmm. And that'll be a Memorial Day. And I'll wait on that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any white shoes. That I is, don't think I have white shoes now. White either. shoes are pretty. That's kid. Ish, I think right? so too. That's probably why I'm thinking. I picture that for a child like on Easter, but ruffle, not a, white ruffly socks, socks and white patent leather shoes or right? tights. Yeah, or tights, depending yeah. on how cold Easter is. In fact, that reminds me of how many Easter's did I have a new dress I was excited about, and then ended up having to wear a jacket or a sweater over it. That's hard because in Cover Tennessee it up. we're. Yeah. You know, borderline on what's the weather going to be on yeah. Easter. So. so Sunday best is a big deal. Yeah. A lot of children and adults get something new to wear. To wear. To church, usually. Yeah. I mean, there could be just a skipping of church and straight to an Easter lunch. But a lot of people go to church oh, on absolutely. Easter in the South, especially. In fact, you know, there's kind of, you know, jokes about... Um, people being like just Christmas and Easter, like they'll right. have funny little yeah. names of you yeah. Know, churches for, prepare for the growth right. and the extra seats that are needed, and yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I was actually mentioning today um, to someone was, would they also be willing to find a bonnet or a fascinator and wear it with as me? an adult? As an adult, uh-huh. she actually, I don't think was thinking She's that was not serious. Oh, okay. She wanted me to do it. <laughs> I think you be the trendsetter, yeah, not yeah. me. I don't know if she was going to have one in her purse and pull it out at church. Or I so want. I actually looked on Amazon to for see a, for some kind of a hat. Well, probably more of a fascinator. Uh-huh. A hat would be in our church. That's pretty casual. Uh, a hat would really stand out. A fascinator would too, just not as much. And I'm even short, so I'm not. I'm not, I'm not even thinking, you well, know. Well, of course, we just came from Keeneland, too. So we got to see men yes. in bow ties and pastel jackets, and we saw some fascinators. And and I went to a wedding 
this past oh, weekend. You did. And all of the bridesmaids were fascinators. So you're and then even some people that were really close friends of the bride that kind of okay. were in on some of the wedding planning, even okay. though they, they had, had them on. So you're in the mood. So I've seen them out mm-hmm. and about. They're some fascinators aren't very expensive. Like you could get one for yeah. like twenty, twenty five bucks. Yeah. So, you know, I think yeah. of a hat and I think, uh, that's oh, kind of talking, a commitment. Pricey. Yeah. yeah. And to only wear it a handful of occasions seems yeah. tough, but. I haven't planned any Easter outfit. I've had too much going on to have a plan, but I have a hat or two that I could probably work around. You should <laughs> build around the hat. Well, and the thing about a hat that's great is you can take it off. Yeah. Unless your whole outfit has. Or really pointed on, to that. For me, my hair, often you can't. I mean, I could, but it's yeah. now I have a hat hair. So <laughs> that's, that's not actually <laughs> really that easy to do. So anyhow. Well, I'm I'm still on the fence. I'm still going to look for a fascinator. And I'm not sure what I'm wearing yet either. But well, as we were saying, Sunday best is a big deal. Yes. So, um Shine the shoes and yeah, iron the slacks and get the, you know, get the suit dry cleaned or whatever needs to happen and, and wear your Sunday best. Yeah, church in general has gotten so much more casual in dress that it is fun to dress up sometimes. Yeah. And Easter's the time to show it all. It is. You know, I was also thinking, you know how when Christmas approaches, some of the radio stations turn like 24-7 Christmas, Christmas carol music. or, yeah, Christmas music. Um I was thinking, man, like, why don't we do that for, for Easter? Easter, at least Easter weekend? Like, why don't some of the radio... But then I couldn't think of, think any, of any Easter, Easter songs. songs. I was sitting here thinking, what song would you want to hear? I'll tell but, you, there's one. I would I would loop it. I, would, I couldn't listen to it all weekend. <laughs> that, um, oh, I have it in my notes here. It's Dawn, no. Yes, Don Francisco, nineteen seventy-seven. Oh, he's alive. He's alive. And have you ever heard Dolly Parton do? Well, it? that's what I was going to say. So I'm going to put in the show notes the link to Dolly Parton singing "He's Alive" and at the nineteen eighty-nine Country Music Awards, where the screen comes up. Like she sings probably three verses, and if you haven't heard the song, it builds like a story. It's amazing. You know, so there's not even a chorus till the very, very end. That's how some of the old country songs, it seems like, were written. Um, like, oh, almost like our a... Our mom had this, the album and listened to it so much. But, oh yeah, that goodness. screen... Co- she, You know, she comes up in all her graciousness. And this was 1989, so this was still Magnolia's year. Oh, this was a big year for yeah. her. So she comes up in all her, you know, dolly-ness. And just says, you know, what an honor it is to sing this song. And Mm. I think she even says something like, as my mama would say, I hope it blesses y'all, you know. So she sings all of these verses by herself. And then the screen comes up and there is a choir and they're just pelting it out. Those are the moments where I'm like, I want to be around a choir on Easter Sunday or, you know, just... So I would loop that. But now, I was in a church. Um, I went to church in Ireland with a, with a girl oh, that yeah. I knew. And there was a song that they were singing. That's right. And it sounded like a country song. And I couldn't believe. I was like, who What? Who sang this song? And somebody told me it was a Johnny Cash song. That's crazy. Well, I thought, this is so crazy. Because Johnny Cash seems to follow me when I travel. <laughs> uh, I hear his music everywhere. And it's just strange to me that I'm like, I'm in Ireland in a church and they're doing a Johnny Cash song. But his wow. song is called Ain't No Grave. Okay. And apparently, 
um, Bethel music has done a vert or there's been a, a newly written version that is from his song. Okay. So they've gotten, they've popular. altered it or changed some things. Cha- yeah. Okay. Anyhow. Um, and I don't know if theirs is also called ain't no grave. Anyhow. Wow. Well, I'll look it up. And- we, so there's our two songs for an <laughs> Easter. We loop those. I Easter don't know weekend. That we got enough for a whole I station, know. but I, I, it was a fleeting thought. It really was, but it, it made me remember the Dolly song. Well, it's but not there's got to be song, lots of songs about Passover, and we know there's lots of songs about resurrection. So yeah. technically, we could do yeah, a whole you weekend. Could. Well, I saw that the songwriters on that "He's Alive" were Alan Collins and Ronnie Van Zant. Seriously. Can you believe that? That's so interesting. But after I saw that, I was like, it builds like an old, like a, some of the Southern rock country, like some of the old stuff, even like Garth Brooks, some of his music, it's just the story is being told. It's unfolding and it's so dramatic. I'm thinking of like the dance or something, Uh uh, or the thunder rolls. The thunder rolls is what I was thinking of. It's like a movie score yeah. in and of itself. Just that one song. Yeah. Um, wow. So there you go. If you haven't heard He's Alive. Check that out. You might meet Jesus. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Do you listen to that? Um, and then I was even thinking Easter movies. Passion of the Christ or also known Ooh, as just the passion. That is. I mean, that's the first one that comes to mind um, to me. Yeah. And isn't there, don't they always show uh, the Ten Commandments? Or Ben-Hur? Before? No, they do. You're I think right. that comes I think this you're right. week. It's typically on. Okay. Anyhow. Didn't you watch that on the way to Israel once? I watched Ben-Hur. Not because I was on the way to Israel. Oh. I just watched it thinking, I've never seen this. Call me crazy. So I just yeah. am watching this old classic because I like classic movies. One of the first places we went was where this chariot race happened. And I'm thinking, I can't believe I just watched that. Like, this is really funny. So, not funny, ha-ha funny. Right. Yeah, if you haven't seen... Ironic timing. The Passion or Passion of the Christ. It kind of goes by both names. That was a 2004 film that, like, blew the gates open for kind of that faith film world. Because nobody had seen a film that went that deep into a story of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was directed by Mel Gibson too. Yeah. So it had that, but I think it did like 85 million on opening weekend, which it's so powerful. For it's that. so powerful. And this would be a good week. You're right to, to watch it because you know, just the, the reverence of the week in your heart. Yeah. Having your heart open to see that story. But I, I, I wouldn't, I just don't want to sound flippant about watching it either. No, it is intense. Well, and we actually got to hear Jim Caviezel, who played Jesus in The Passion. We got to hear him share about it. I think it was just about a year after it came out. It was pretty fresh. It was pretty fresh. And do you remember he was 33 when he played the role? His initials are JC. Like, there was just so many things that were like, you know, he felt... Like, just such a connect to the role. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. it was a powerful time for him yes, as an individual as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Playing that, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good distinction that you made to not flippantly put that on. It's. And it's very intense, yeah. but very, very well done. Yeah. Mel Gibson took a lot of time to do that well. Yeah. So. Yep. 
Um, okay. Well, that I just wanted to touch on movies did and you, music. Did you want me to talk Passover at all? Oh, yeah. Talk we, a, I don't know. Yeah, no, talk about, let's talk about Passover and then just kind of, yeah, the sort of highlights of what you would expect at a Passover meal or. So like typically what, what they would be really in a people? home. Yeah. I've done both in a home and then our church has, has had them before. Yes. Um, Did we say it's also referred to as Seder? Yeah. 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 Okay. And so there it's, it's a specific, um, like there's specific foods you would have, but it is basically the celebration of God freeing the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt. Yes. And so there's a lot of things that have to do. There's different readings that you do. Um, it's as the Jewish faith is so amazing at honoring, like just the house they're in. So the woman of the house lights the candles and, um, you know, it's the couple of the house who are usually like leading this. Yeah. Yeah. They're not only um, hosting, they're really leading and kind of following even a script of right, the format. Of the, right. And it's all, like I said, to kind of celebrate this um, freedom from yeah. slavery. So very family oriented. It is. And so most Jewish families, they're gathering with their family mm-hmm. for this meal and, you know, all the children would be there. There's different parts for, you know, there's even parts for the children where they're yep. I reading. Love that. Yeah. And they're asking questions and the adults answer. I mean, it's specific. Like they, they have their questions that they right. ask. And there's a time where they hide this matzah. They break the matzah bread and hide it, which. That's fun. It's just neat because it's very interactive. and Well, and yeah, like you said, it's not, hey, kids, be quiet. We're doing we're doing our thing. The it's like, no, they're part of very it religious, <laughs> very stiff, you know, yeah. Passover meal. No, it's very inclusive of young, young And for kids. some Jewish people, this, they will be doing a Passover Seder, um, even if they're not religious, like it's a cultural thing for Absolutely. them. And for some, it's more of a religious thing, sure. just like many things are for Easter. Yeah. As well. For some people, it's more spiritual than others. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so there's just a remembrance of the plagues that happened where you're doing, you know, using your wine to Mm -hmm. um, drip drops of blood and different things like that. There's a place setting for Elijah because there's just lots of leaving it open, leaving it open and different things like that, that that go on in this meal. So that's a big part of their celebration. Well, if you haven't gotten a chance to experience one, so think so through in your head, if you've got any Jewish friends that may let you, you know, come over to their house or tag along or just find one that's happening near you. Just, you know, look at, look it up and see who's going to be doing a Passover Seder. Cause it's really special. Well, and you know, I gave a shout out for one thing I was hoping if anybody wanted to invite me to have any Pappy Van Winkle and it happened. So if anybody wants to invite us to their Passover Seder, there you go. Let us know. We're in. To come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so fun. Um, well, cool. Thank you for mentioning that. Cause yeah. like you said, this was very new to us to learn more about the tradition and, um, the celebration of Passover and yeah. ties to our own faith. That's so right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Well, I love many churches do a version of the Stations of the Cross. Yes. Yeah. And um, ours is a real contemporary version of that. Yeah. But um, that's a special thing that many churches will have some form of the Stations of the Cross on Friday. So you could find that if yeah. that 
if you're not connected yeah. to a church and kind of walk through that. Do you remember, maybe they're still doing it, when we joined the Catholic Church here they to... They do an ecumenical procession. Yes. In to downtown just do Franklin. a walk around our precious downtown, historic downtown area. Mm-hmm. That was special. Very special. Yeah. we. In fact, I got thinking about that, that as we did that walk... Um, because somebody's carrying a cross yes. too, and and it was just interesting because life was just going on. People That's were right. eating in restaurants yes. and shopping during and there the was daytime. Different things that were going on, and then here comes you know this group of people singing and yeah walking, and it. I think we had this conversation where I was saying like it's interesting to do things like that because for some people they haven't even thought about that it's Good Friday. Exactly. And so just having a, oh yeah, it's Good Friday. This is a. It reminds me of sort of the feeling I have sometimes when I'm stunted, when I see someone with an Ash Wednesday marking uh-huh. on their head. Uh-huh. Because it's easy to get in the flow of, of the a day. day. And be like, oh. Yeah. And then, yeah. oh. Yeah. That's yeah, that true. was special. I enjoyed be- participating in that. Um, okay. Well, Let's talk about other sort of Easter traditions in the South. We talked a little bit about Sunday best Mm -hmm. being a part of the day. There's definitely coloring of Easter eggs. That's definitely a coloring of Easter (laughs) eggs, as our mom would say. Mom was buying eggs today, literally. And this lady said, are you dying eggs? And mom said, well, my grandson's not old enough to do that yet, so I don't know that we're going to die any. She's, of course, making deviled eggs. Yes. But um, Mom then said to me, I don't guess she's from the South because she said dying eggs, and we say coloring eggs. <laughs> and so I got thinking, do people say do people say both? I don't know. I think I say coloring. Yeah. I've coloring seen it. Eggs. I've seen it in other places as dying. Like Technically, even you are dying. Yes. It. So, I mean, that's more proper, I guess. Do you but color your hair or do you dye your hair? You color your Good hair. Good question. That's, I say color. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said that on air. But <laughs> there are, theoretically, others, per, you know, yeah. Moving on. Um, yeah, so there is the ever-popular Easter egg hunt, mm-hmm. right? So... That wouldn't be where you would put the dyed Easter eggs. The dyed Easter eggs would be you typically for fun and decoration. And then you just eat the boiled eggs exactly. If you want to. Yeah. The, Which, by the way, I saw a video of taking real silk ties that you just get at Goodwill or something, or finding okay. real silk and dyeing eggs with inside this silk, like you know, cutting little squares okay. and tying putting the it. dye in the silk. Putting, okay. Well, you just put the egg in the cell. Okay. Tie it up tight, oh. and then you put the boiling water and vinegar uh-huh, uh-huh. on that, and it totally takes the the exact pattern of that silk. Ooh. And I'm dying to try it. I don't know that we're gonna have silk ties. It. So it's like got texture to, look to it. It's got unbelievable pattern. Wow. Like if it's flowers, it's got, now it's got flowers on it. It's Ooh. just super cool. But you know, finding silk cheaply is not going to be no. an easy find. So I'm not sure about that part. But anyway, it was fun. I showed it to mom and she was blown away. That sounds cool. Yeah. So fun. Well, I always, you know, I give a lot of, um, throwbacks to our namesake, Steel Magnolias. And if you've ever seen the film, there's definitely a, a southern, scene a southern a egg hunt that happens. The end. So if you're not sure what to expect in the terms of a larger scheme, 
egg hunt, like a community yeah, egg hunt, yeah. you should at least take a part or take a watch in that part of the film. It's towards the end, but many will, courthouses will do yeah. Easter egg hunts. And then I even came across a couple. Um, the Biltmore is famous for apparently for their Easter egg hunts. Oh, can you imagine? That sounds amazing. So you do have to pay to yeah. go to yeah. you know go to it, and it's I think there's a couple of different ones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so scheduled times. Yeah. But I bet that's pretty fun. Yeah. Run around in that lawn. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's another big one in Hernando, Mississippi, the Cedar Hill Farm. Ooh, Easter okay. Egg hunt. So anyway, there's a couple of that's southern fun Easter egg hunts. Well, usually the Easter egg hunt takes place at Grandma's house. That's typically that's where, where it it's is. happening that's right. for our family that's right. this year. And it was funny. I mentioned to you just plastic eggs will do. Since they my don't son's even have so to have young. anything in it. Like he'll be excited. I was corrected um, by my husband though. He said he does want candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because, do you know, I said I, I wanted to get creative so that Jacob wouldn't get too much candy. But I guess there's always yeah. Philip to yeah. help yeah. with that. So, um, I've even heard of decorating your house with Easter trees. Now, I've never done this. Leslie has one. Okay. So. Well, she just has this pretty plain tree. Okay. That can be It can be transformed whatever. into she an Easter tree. She has eggs that hang that on it. That sounds cute. It's cute. I asked, we have a Facebook group, so if you're not on it, you should go ahead and join that. I did ask a few people if they have spring decor that they pull out, and, mo- and most of the comments were Easter-related decor uh-huh. more than even just spring, so bunnies and... Did you see, you didn't see my bunnies because you came in quickly, but I have my two new little bunnies that I got at, at an estate sale. They're so cute. That's They're sitting on the when you first come in. That's fun. Well, the um, a lot of the focal point of an Easter Sunday is the meal. So yeah. an Easter lunch or Easter brunch um, is definitely a huge part of the day. So we wanted to talk about just some popular items on the menu that Food you are items. very likely to see. Well, at a Passover Seder, it would be lamb. Yes. That would be usually the meat yeah. that you would have at Which that is meal. a delicacy and so wonderful. Yummy. Yeah. You would also see, not at a Passover, um, a glazed ham. That's hugely popular for Easter. I've even seen a menu, an Easter menu that had beef tenderloin with horseradish sauce. Oh, so good. Yum. And of course you got to have lots of sides, but before the, before any of this, I would want the deviled eggs to go ahead and be out. out. (laughs) So that would be my preference. I know a lot of people serve deviled eggs as a side, but my hope would be that they're out. That's an appetizer. For an appetizer. Yeah. So potato salad. Yeah. That's big. Or I've seen, you know, just like the roasted herb potatoes, Mm -hmm. some sort of potato, right? Some kind of potato. Grilled seasonal vegetables. Yeah. We always have casseroles at Southern Things, so many, mm. you see lots of those pineapple casseroles and different things like that. I think coconut cake when I think Easter. Do you? I I've think of it as, I, know, I don't, you know, I don't love coconut cake, but yeah. that's what I think of as an Easter, Easter dinner dessert. Now, Reese Witherspoon's book, she says that they serve lemon meringue pie. Okay. I have seen coconut cake. I kind of wanted to try making a cheesecake this year just because I've never made cheesecake. Is it hard? You're nodding because I, I know you'll love the taste of I it. Love but are they hard to, to make? That. Well, 
the first thing is you need a spring form pan, which okay. I have one, I think, oh, if you need to. So, number one, I have to borrow a spring form pan <laughs> from you. Because it's got, you got to get it, yeah. you know. I figured that you needed sh- that. The, yeah. But there's there's different ones, so I don't know. So, would you suggest if somebody was going to do that, like myself, do you go with a basic cheesecake or do you do like a chocolate cheesecake or a turtle cheesecake or one of the like? I mean, you might want to start plain, but if you if you wanted chocolate incorporated in it, you could do that in the crust and then still yeah. do kind of a plain one. Yeah, we'll see. I know that coconut cake wouldn't be my That's husband's not be a favorite hit for me either. I don't. I love the flavor of coconut, but I don't like the texture of it. So I like, you know, Asian foods that have coconut milk and yeah. different things like that. Yeah. But I just, it's that texture that I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people do a pretty basic, like a white cake that they can decorate cute with pastels. Yeah. You could do that. I've you seen know. even pineapple upside down cakes there you at go. Easter too. There That's you go. That's popular. That sounds good. Um, what Dessert. else? Of course, sweet tea, you know, lemonade. And ambrosia. Is ambrosia. Often at an Easter yes. meal. And then, um, what else? Biscuits. Oh, some yeah. sort of, I wouldn't say cornbread though. I'd probably say biscuits. Usually right? you would see biscuits. It goes, you know, you can Good even do ham, ham biscuits. Yeah. yeah. Especially for leftovers the next day for breakfast. Ham biscuits. Uh, asparagus. Oh, yes, Yeah, please. that would be really good, especially if it had and a hollandaise, hollandaise sauce. sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I meant to ask you, have you ever heard of a hot cross bun? I have, mostly from a song, but I don't, I've never made them. So, I mean, it's, it's a, a sweet bread, but right? it's a bun that has a cross, cross on it. On yeah. it. And I think it's actually traditionally a good friday okay item well, that, that you would serve with the, the cross. cross on it that's yeah it's it's did you say it's spiced well it's often like a kind of sweet with okay. raisins or something yeah so, it's got um it's got that icing and, the cross okay yeah yeah they um i think it came from england and okay ireland australia all of <laughs> <Okay>. our, <laughs> across the pond friends all the british <laughs> yeah influence yeah, bread of course <laughs> exactly to go with their tea um, let's see what else we mentioned deviled eggs, like a squash casserole would be good. Yeah, you're going to see lots of different varieties of casseroles. I'm trying to think of other, I love that pineapple cheesy casserole. I might tell mom I'll make that mm-hmm. cause that's good with ham. With but... ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw another recipe that looked really interesting on an egg, you know, on like a big green Ceramic egg. egg. Yeah. They had taken, um, Fireball whiskey, you know that's like yeah. that cinnamony, yeah. and soaked a pineapple in it and grilled it. Does oh, that not sound so good? My goodness! <laughs> Wait, so you soak? Did the they pineapple. have to? It's already cut. Like they've you cut, cut the pineapple. It, and, yeah. Okay, and then they soaked and it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to soak up a lot of that cinnamon. And that that whiskey is very cinnamon. It's very Maybe. cinnamon. And then you grill it. Yeah. And so it's got that. Ooh. sweet and it supposedly goes really well with ham that so sounds that really, really good want to tackle that wonder how long it would have to i'll have to go back and because it's been a little while since i heard about it but i just remember having that in my rolodex of oh if somebody makes ham i should make this yeah and we haven't we don't eat we ham don't very often ham so eaters, but but mom's gonna do that so maybe maybe i'll try that pineapple and i would say like any sort of relish tray 
is usually, oh, yeah. you know, you could have your deviled eggs alongside that, but that's, there needs to be let's some. Put those two out early. We've got <laughs> that too. <laughs> there needs to be some sort of a relish tray. One other thing I think about with the Easter is um, my dogwoods are blooming right yes. now. It's that time of year. And you know that there's, I don't know if it's because they're all, almost always out when Easter, mm-hmm. at Easter time, but the bloom actually is a cross. Wow. I didn't know this. It's like a cross. And then in the inside, it kind of looks like a thorn. Oh, wow. A crown of thorns in the middle. And then there, the tips look like um, nails have gone through. Like, it's just a funny shape. How it's, oh, my goodness. So, so that's something that I think of Easter and they're blooming right I've now. I've never so known that. I might that. have to pick one off to show it to you. That's fantastic it's really to sweet. know. It's just, a, yeah, and there's quite a few dogwoods in the south. And my street in particular, this, I think, is its prettiest time of year. I agree. Well, in Christmas. Falls you, you pretty, guys do a killer too. Christmas But life. I just think there's, this is its prettiest trees. Mm-hmm. Is, we oh, have a the, lot yes, of the trees, blooming yeah. trees on this street. Yeah. And yeah. so this time of year, I love driving on this street. Yeah. That's so good. <clears throat> well... I think those are my food recommendations. I mean, you can keep it pretty simple because this isn't like, you know, a Thanksgiving meal. It is springtime, but, um, you know. And often people are doing brunch. Like, they'll go to an early service. In fact, I wanted to talk. Oh, are we done talking just about Sunday? Because you talked Good Friday. No, But on Sunday... We used to, when I was younger, we always went to a sunrise service. Now, we were going up to East Tennessee when um, our parents still had family there. And so, there was often a sunrise service in in the cemetery. And it was like 6 a.m. Right. Start time. Sunrise. So, real sunrise. yeah. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure I grumbled every single year yeah. having to go. And then I would get there. And it's such an amazing thing to watch the sunrise as you're pondering that the tomb was empty. Yeah. Like, it's just really special. Would you wear Sunday? You had your whatever. Sunday frillies at that early? I don't remember. Because that's been so long yeah. since we used to do that. But I... I don't remember if we went. I guess we would have gone back home, and then you would get dressed for the more. Okay. Do you, you remember know, traditional our um, Sunday Easter Sunday sunrise service at Stone Mountain? So that's hilarious because <laughs> we were dressed nice. We were dressed for, and I even remember what I had on. I, I have. I remember outfit. what shoes I had on. I don't remember what out what the rest of the outfit was. So we go to, because Stone Mountain does a big sunrise service up on the top of the mountain. In Georgia, yeah. In in Atlanta, Georgia. And there is a, you know, you can ride up to the top. You don't have to walk to the top when you go to Stone Mountain. Well, that's not running for sunrise service. So we had to walk up the mountain in our... We didn't realize that, though. I mean, I don't even remember at what how long it took me to realize we're not walking to the lift. We're just, we're like we're on our way the up mountain. the mountain. Yeah. And then when we got up there, it was awesome. Glory. It was awesome. Like guitar playing and. But we had some pretty, but, I know I had slick shoes on. Yeah. I had a linen <laughs> pantsuit on. It was pale yellow and I loved it. So it was pale yellow linen pantsuit. Moral of the story. If you're going to a sunrise service, make sure you know the setting. <laughs> 
<laughs> before you head out the door. That's hilarious. I hadn't thought about that in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a special sweet time. It is. Well, celebration. Wherever you end up on your Easter week and your Holy Week, I do hope that you know that we appreciate you. We love um, inviting you into our home and yes. joining with us each week. And he's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates, gates are, are open, open wide. wide. We'll yes, see. I wish we had Dolly here to sing. I do us. too. So we'll see y'all here next week and y'all have a wonderful Passover and Easter. 